Now we turn to the story of one Chicago area man who's been diagnosed with COVID-19. Michael Bain is currently using an oxygen tank to breathe while being treated for bilateral pneumonia and the coronavirus at Rush University Medical Center. Bain spent some of his time in the hospital writing an essay about his experience with the illness from when he was first exposed to his positive test results. He shares that story recorded from his hospital room in downtown Chicago with us now. Short version? It's brutal. I have no doubt it can kill you. I'm 42 years old and I'm relatively healthy. On March 3, I went to a routine doctor's appointment at the hospital where my wife works. I thought it would be nice to surprise her with flowers. On my way, I had a brief encounter with someone who would later test positive for COVID-19. I didn't see my wife, but I leave the flowers in her office. Fast forward to March 14th. I have a sore throat and slight cough. I see a post that says if you can hold a deep breath for 10 seconds without coughing, it's a good sign. I can. The next day, the symptoms are worse. I can't sleep. I have a slight fever. I call Rush's 24-hour corona hotline, and I'm told to schedule a video appointment tomorrow. Monday, March 16th. The video check costs $49 up front. After a two-hour wait, I'm face-to-virtual-face with a physician's assistant. She says I should get tested, and I'll have an in-person appointment within five days. I'm trying to work from home here and there, but the constant pain is wearing on me. My fever continues to worsen. An arctic blast hits my body. My skin is on fire. This doesn't feel right at all. My wife insists that I get in a room-temperature bath. I try to get in, but it feels like ice. Clearly, my wife and the virus are working together to kill me. I soak for 30 minutes and feel a lot better. Not even sure if I need this test. I need this test. Tuesday, March 17th. The fever is back and the cough is worse. I don a mask and drop my daughter off at daycare. I have 30 minutes to make my testing appointment. There's traffic on 290. How is this happening? Isn't everybody staying at home due to the national emergency? Turns out the gate of a truck popped open and hundreds of cases of liquor have spilled out. The earth itself has to be drunk from this one. I call the testing site and tell them a truck has spilled booze everywhere, so I'm running a couple of minutes late. They confirm what kind of car I'm driving, what I'm wearing, and tell me to pull into a reserved spot. I arrive and do as I've been instructed. A hospital employee steps out in a mask and motions for me to get out of the car. He immediately instructs me to put my hands in my pocket and not to remove them, and I follow him inside. The doctor at the end of the hall is dressed like she's about to enter Chernobyl. She asks me how I'm doing. (laughs) I try to think of a clever response, but whatever I mumble is largely ignored as the doctor muses to herself, maybe she should stop asking that question. She explains the nasal swab process and says the probe is going to go in real deep. She puts my sample in a vial and opens the door while instructing me to put my hands in my pockets. She yells, clear, down the hallway, and a few seconds pass before an affirmative, clear, is shouted back. I exit and go home to wait for her test results. Wednesday, March 18th. It's been two weeks since I was exposed. 
My wife asked me if I can keep an eye on my daughter when she goes downstairs. I watch her as best I can through open doors across a hallway. My wife comes back and I close the door. I cry, alone in my room for a while. I haven't been able to interact with my daughter in four days. Thursday, March 19th. I don't know how much fight is left in me. I think about all the people in Italy who may have died alone this way and begin to sob uncontrollably. To everyone who said this was just a bad cold, f*** you. Friday, March 20th. I get into a few arguments with people on social media regarding the term Chinese virus. My opinion as an Asian American is quickly and skillfully invalidated with well-crafted lines of reasoning such as just another snowflake. Saturday, March 21st. Breathing is getting harder. I don't exactly feel near death, but more like life adjacent. My wife finally convinces me to go to the ER. Triage is weird. I'm told to sit in a chair in a barren cement room. My phone rings. The health professional on the other end tells me I'm positive for COVID-19. I text my family, a few close friends, and my boss. My boss lets me know they're going to have to inform the office someone tested positive, but they'll keep me anonymous. I tell them to use my name. It's a scary message to get. If people have questions, maybe I can help. So here I am, in the hospital, on the 13th floor, with a lovely view of the city. Take that, isolation. The point of all this... This is horrible, brutal, devastating, and it feels like I might be cashing my chips in. People have died. People will die. Might be someone you love. Please take this seriously. Protect the people you care about as best you can. This essay was written by Berwyn resident Michael Bain. It was produced by WBEZ's Mariah Wolfel with production assistance from Stephen Jackson.